This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Welcome, global leaders, to the Global Reach Leadership Forum with Navy veteran, ecclesial leader, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Pat. Presenting you with critical leadership perspectives from the minds of former military leaders, now transforming the face of American business as successful entrepreneurs. Get ready to listen, learn, to lead. And now, to enhance your leadership influence on the Global Reach Leadership Forum, here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hello and welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum. I'm your host, Dr. Pat here, and today we're talking about attentiveness. This is the fundamental leadership principle that any leader would want to have in their business or the organization. And today, attentiveness is the topic of discussion, and I want to start off with a quote from a notable leader called Nicholas Malbranche. Uh, Nicholas Malbranche is uh, or was a French priest and philosopher, and he says, "Attentiveness is a natural prayer of the soul." And in fact, if one has an attentive attitude, one has an attentive state of mind, they are likely to excel in their leadership focus. So I want to start us off with a question that begs in everybody's mind if you're a leader. What's going on in your organization? What's going on with your people? What's going on with your team? And this morning, the question is, why does my attentiveness matter to the organization even if I am my own boss? Others in my organization probably should pay more attention to how things are. And then we're going to follow that question up with, uh, with who and, and, and when do people need to know about why it's essential to be attentive in your organization. So I started by asking you a question. Why are you attentive to the things that matter in your organization? Why is it that you have to be very critical and and know everything that is going on in your organization? It is because you want to be successful. It is because you want to excel. It is because you as a leader, it is imperative for you to, to excel and to be able to be the example for anybody else that is watching your lead or following your lead. So why does my attentiveness matter for my organization? Well, the perspective is simple. Now, do you think that you don't have to pay as much attention because you are the boss of your own life or or your own destiny and therefore you can run your organization any way you want to? Think about what could happen if you do that. Well, if you think that way, in that case, then you might as well quit running your organization while you're ahead, since the success and failure of your organization solely depends on you and you alone. Now, that is, why should anybody 
be attentive. If anybody has to be attentive, it's you. Now, you're probably saying, oh, well, uh, I don't have to worry about getting fired. I don't really care what anyone says. They're not the ones running this business or this organization or anything of the sort. But is that really the attitude that we as leaders have to have if we are going to excel in our spheres of influence? After all, you say, I am in charge. So whatever happens is within my control and doesn't affect anyone else if I'm not attentive. But I submit to you today, ladies and gentlemen, anybody that's hearing me today, that all those attitudes and philosophical mindsets reveal the extent of your success, the kind of attitude that yields failure. It is a kind of, of, uh, of, uh, of attitude that, um, that leads to all kinds of outcomes that only breeds mediocrity. If you, as a leader, if you are the leader of your organization and your, your attitude is that way, then what do you expect your employees to do? Who are you leading in that case? You have to be more attentive if you are going to be accountable to anyone, not just yourself, but to those that you lead as well. It is a dangerous place to be if you are to be successful. So why does it matter to the organization or why you have to be attentive? It matters because without the right mindset, the right attitude, and the right approach, a lack of attention to the details of your organization and how you are operating it may lead you down an irrevocable path. So I submit to you, wherever you are today, that attentiveness as a leadership fundamental principle is essential for your success. And you cannot rely on anybody else to be attentive to your organization but you. But see, this begs another question that I think is important for, for, for us to consider. And that is who needs to be more attentive to the details of the organization. Is it you, the leader, or your staff? So to that end, I ask this uh, at this time for you to consider that for a moment. If this question seems kind of rhetorical to you and, and, and the answer is obvious, then I'll submit to you that you're in the minority because Many people really have to think through this at least once or twice to be able to answer that question. Who needs to be more attentive? Is it your staff as they run the organization or you, the leader? Now, I encourage you to consider for a second an environment where there is delegation of powers, which is a good thing, though. Yet there is also negligence of duty by the empowered leader if it is not appropriately handled. 
Now, who do you think should have been more attentive to the operations and affairs of the organization if there was some kind of negligence of duty? Of course, it's the owner. Of course, it's the leader. Of course, it's the chief executive or whoever is ultimately accountable for the well-being of the organization. Now, the previous analogy that I was talking about, you know, if there is negligence of duty, who do you think is uh, most responsible? I, I, I want you to judge for a second here that if you as a leader is not paying attention, you shouldn't expect anybody else to pay attention. So the risk of, of uh, the risk of, 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 of driving your business into, um, in, into the ground rests on the confidence of your attentiveness to the business or to the organization. So if your attentiveness is questionable, then the confidence in those that are driving it, your organization, whether it is you or your team or your staff, is equally questionable. Now, who needs to be more attentive to the operational details of the organization? It's indeed whoever has been empowered and entrusted to accomplish the specified tasks because you know that they are qualified and they are competent to run or operate the organization. So if as an organizational leader, I have to go down to the plant, for instance, where say John Smith works and ensure that he is paying attention to the electric saw so that he doesn't slice open his fingers as he slices wood. <sighs> then I have a bigger qualification, confidence, supervisory, or maybe managerial problem than is warranted. However, though, however, if there are obvious cultural innuendos that need to be rectified. Who needs to be attentive to those then? Is it me or the staff? Yep. You're right, you and you alone. So to John Smith, perception is reality, okay? So I'll submit to you that being attentive is something that has happened up and down your leadership continuum, okay? You know, one of the most embarrassing things that I have often reflected on um, is the inattentiveness that occurs in dialogue between two supposed strangers. Whereas yet it's the inattentiveness that you or, or any member of your team may express toward your newest employees. If you have to say, well, I'm sorry, who, who are you again? Or, or I'm, well, I'm sorry, what's, um, what's your name again? 
you are not doing yourself any favors in instilling confidence in your team member that you really care to know when and who they are, when they come and go and who they are, okay? The leader has to be attentive. The leader has to know their people. The leader has to understand their people and have every intricate detail that they care about them. So this leadership attribute of attentiveness and, and the burden of execution, it warrants, requires you to be intentional, intentional in your thoughts. And it also requires you to be deliberate, deliberate in your actions, deliberate in your, in your, in your, in your awareness of what you expect of yourself and your team. Therefore, to answer the question of who needs to be more attentive to the details of the organization, the real answer is that everyone, everyone needs to be attentive. You can't cover every base that goes on in your organization. You cannot, you cannot have eyes everywhere. That's why you need to develop a strong cultural perspective with your team, with your staff. You need to have a culture that permeates ownership and attentiveness by everyone and everything that one does. So I'd say that both you and your staff need to pay attention to the details because there is, you know, the, it, there is so much that goes on and that's where the devils are in the details. And everybody needs to be attentive to that. Okay, it, if you have ever considered throwing a party, whether it is yours, your daughters or your sons or otherwise, you understand the essence of details. Who will do what and what is required when? Likewise, being more attentive to the details of the organization is a cultural imperative that you must shape in your organization. Okay, so finally, I want to uh, just talk about some that I believe is essential as a leader to, you know, to, to think through in any circumstance that you find yourself. Okay. And, 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 and that is the fact that um, sometimes you as a leader have to know when to allow people to lead and not pay look over their shoulder all the time, but rather allow them to, you know, not to fail, but, but to excel through learning through missteps. How about that? Okay. Now, when a leader is at risk of causing significant strategic and sometimes irreparable decisive action, it causes the you know the team some kind of undue anxiety. Okay, you know, like a you know, like a toddler taken off toward a busy street, for instance. It makes everyone nervous and 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 cringe, right? But as a leader, that's where you step in, you know. Take these what-ifs, for instance, that I'm talking about, 
to be a lesson for you. Let's say you are, you know, you know, the head of a nuclear plant in a in a in a country. Um, like uh, let's see, when I lived in Japan, for instance, um, we had this issue with uh, uh, with with the melting down of uh, the nuclear plant uh, called uh, called uh, the Fukushima Fukushima nuclear plant. Now, when that occurred, it got everybody on edge. Everybody in the city, everybody in the government, and at the time I was on active duty in the military, and we had to really understand why things were happening the way they did. Everybody had to be attentive to what was happening around them in that surrounding. Now, as a naval officer on a ship in charge of people that were going to be tasked with helping out with all those that are either, you know, this sounds gruesome, but all those that were floating in the ocean, it was really daunting, and everybody had to be attentive to pay attention to the 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 uh, the the debris and and all the all the bad stuff that were going on around. Now, I give this example to say that though the responsibility was mine to ensure that I was being attentive to what was going on. Likewise, everybody that was charged with the cleanup of this tragic situation in Fukushima, Japan, had to be attentive to the details as well. Okay. Now, being attentive is a matter of, of knowing when to excel and when to back off so others can excel through experiential failure. Now, when I say experiential failure, I mean learning from the mistakes. Okay. Now, to the reference that I just made, what if the leader of the organization strongly believed that he was the smartest person in the room every time? Let's say he had the most education, the, the most highly trained and knowledgeable about the science of nuclear fission and nuclear reactor rods and, and cores to generate electricity. Well, what if the leader ignored warnings and concerns by the expertise and recommendations of the technicians and engineers operating the plant after daily documentation and addressing potential risks of the systems requiring mitigating measures? What if an earthquake occurred in that area prone to such geological conditions? Well, as you know, ultimately there was an earthquake and an accident occurred. And due to the earthquake, people died. In this example that I share with you, it is likely that the leader must have been in tune, and I say in tune in, quote, in quotes, right? In tune with every operation of the plant. Yet he overlooked the potential vulnerability of his leadership, which might have been his attitude or his ego. The lives of several are now at risk. 
and the extent of immeasurable damage eminent. That's what happened in Fukushima several years ago. So the conduct of one person void of the right systems or the right checks and balances and, uh, and, and things to help prevent such risk ultimately causes everybody to be at risk and ultimately fail as occurred in the Fukushima incident. So the lack of attentiveness of a leader can simply lead to the death of others if the conditions are fatal. It's that simple. So though attentiveness is everyone's responsibility, it is no one's responsibility to ensure everyone is attentive. Attentive especially to what could cause harm and violation of safety measures. Therefore, I submit to you that the leader's lack of attentiveness is most vulnerable when the leader wears his or her ego on the sleeve and creates a culture of, I know it all. So wait in line and tell me how I need to run my organization. Soon enough, soon enough, everyone will stop talking, paying attention, or caring. Perhaps that will cause you as a leader to become more attentive because no one else cares anymore but you. So I submit to you this in this episode to think about your level of attentiveness to what you do. How attentive are you to the success of your organization? What makes you attentive? What causes you to see the value in ensuring that everybody around you is attentive? You have to create a culture of attention. This is a basic leadership fundamental principle. And I strongly believe that if leaders in Fukushima, the leaders in Fukushima have been a little bit more attentive to the causes or the, or the symptoms or the challenges that were occurring in that plant. When the earthquake happened, they certainly would have been ready to deal with it. Instead, a lot of things happened and people died. So ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you to strive to be attentive to your organization as a leader and never back down or give up in driving the culture of attentiveness with your team. Stay blessed and remember to lead the change. Take care and be well. Well, global leaders, thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Reach Leadership Forum. If you have learned something today, 
please like us on Facebook. Visit our website at www.globalreachleaders.com to leave a comment or a question and share this episode with others. Until next week, remember to lead the change. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.